bet you guys are all really excited for some amazing intro into the Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured podcast. Well, that's exactly what you're going to get, because welcome back to the Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured podcast. My name is Wingless Valkyrie, also known as Torsten Nogle, other way around. My name is Torsten Nogle, also known as Wingless Valkyrie, and this, my friend, is my friend, Jax Komaiki, also known as Refixix. How you guys doing? Welcome back to another beautiful Tuesday. It's not so beautiful, because today, it finally, finally goddamn snowed in Kelowna. And it stuck around all goddamn day. I was very disappointed. Yesterday it snowed, and it didn't- you're muted. <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, it looked like you were gonna be like, you whispered something, but then you didn't say anything. So I was like, oh. You kept going. I was gonna be like, yeah, you fucking deserved it. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it was quite rude of we you. How dare you? The rest of the fucking continent has been dealing with snow. The rest of the continent, the rest of the continent has been dealing with snow. It's just strictly Kelowna that's been left out of the loop. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you know what? If it's just Kelowna that's been left out of the loop, I'm okay with that. We were the, we were the final resistance, but it came it came yesterday, but by 1 p.m. it all melted. So I was like, okay, that's just a, this is just a warning. Eventually we'll get the real attack. Well, the real attack came today, brother, and it stuck. I was disappointed, but I got my winter tires put on this morning, so I'm good now. All as well. I'm not disappointed at all. I'm sure you're not. How long have you had snow? <laughs> well, I guess you've only been in Banff for a little bit, but like, I'm assuming Banff's probably had snow since you got there. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's been here like the entire time. <laughs> well, shitty situation for both of us now. Although I probably don't have as near as much snow as you, because it's like actually it hasn't snowed very much at all. It's just windy and cold. Yeah. That's fair. That's pretty much what it was today. It was just windy and cold, and it snowed all morning, and then it turned into rain in the afternoon, and then it went back into snow. It's like, oh no, it... Uh, no. That sounds even worse. It was... it sucked. <laughs> and I was outside for part of the day, too, looking at shit, and it's like, fucking hell. Spent most of the time inside as far as I could. Looking at, uh, what shit? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do anything except for today, my friends. Torsten Nogle achieved one of his ultimate dreams, and I'm very happy about it. I'm very excited. I just, I was, I was super happy. I was very excited. I shared it on pretty much every social media thing I have: Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, not Facebook, <laughs> but pretty much everything else. But I don't, ah, and I, I was, I was worried this was gonna come up because I don't know if I really want to talk about it publicly because I can, I immediately know how, where this is gonna go. Because lamb sauce took it there immediately, so now I feel really bad talking about it, and that's Well, I guess we're on the subject now. Fuck it. Well, well I drove myself into that hole, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Shit. I don't want to talk about it, just be like, nah. That's fair. Well, I drove myself into this hole already, so <laughs> But no, okay, so today everybody one of my lifelong dreams finally got achieved a lot fucking sooner than I thought it would but it turned out like it, it, could, it could easily be achieved a lot sooner than I thought and I don't know why I thought otherwise but today ladies and gentlemen I I am now the proud owner of a 30-foot sailboat currently named Aumawana but it's getting renamed to Lagertha which is a Viking shield maiden from ye olden times so I was just thinking, actually coming home from uh, work today, just like, you should have named the boat Big Bertha. 
goddammit. <laughs> no, my dad my dad and I knew from the start we had to name it a Nordic kind of name because it's like it's it's the pet project of me and my dad. Him of course being from Denmark and me being, you know, a descendant of him. That that's a lot that sounds a lot cooler saying a descendant of him rather than, you know, his son. You know what, from now on, I am now no longer my parents' son, I am my parents' descendant. Descendant of Nogal. <laughs> yeah, we can call it chronicle your descent to degeneracy. Wow. Oof. <laughs> Big oof. <laughs> <laughs> But no, so I'm very, I'm very excited, I'm very excited and very happy. Ironically, I can't actually go down to the boat. I, cause yes, technically I do own it, but it's this, it's a weird situation because in order to get the sailboat where it's currently docked is at the yacht club here in town. But the yacht club is of course, for all the members that have a vessel, it's docked at the, at the yacht club's dock and it's under lock and key for certain cards. So, but you have to be a member of the yacht club to get into that dock. So even if you vone Vone. Even if you own a vessel in that dock, if you're not a member, you can't go into the dock. So, as of today, me and my dad now own a sailboat in that dock. But neither one of us are members for the Yacht Club, so we can't even go down to our own goddamn sailboat. So... Nice. It, it's, it's a little awkward. 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's a little awkward, but, I mean, it'll be hopefully fixed soon because we are... Well, technically, I I am in the process of getting a membership for the yacht club, and it will should, quote unquote should they have to have a meeting on December twentieth in regards to new members whether they approve them or not. So for whatever reason they could I guess say no, fuck you, for whatever reason. <laughs> then we're in a yeah, real bind. I don't know. Yeah, I don't oh, know. He looks like a pretty weird fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, considering, like, when I'm standing in there talking to them and the, everybody else that's coming through is, like, middle-aged or older men, it's like, I don't belong here. I'm in danger! <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't feel right. But, I mean, there. hopefully, I'd like to think there's probably younger people that are members of the Yacht Club, but every time I've gone down there, not, there is no one within a decade of my age, at minimum. So two decades, two right. decades at least. It's it's a real weird feeling, but hopefully on December twentieth, when my membership hopefully gets approved, then I'll get a key and then I can go down to the dock and actually see the boat. And I plan on doing a live stream from my cell phone at that time, sometime after that, down at the boat and just kind of showcasing it. But the main reason I didn't really want to talk about it a whole lot was because because of my age. When you think of Okay, this guy is 23 years old, and he now owns a sailboat. Where did he get the money? And that's the one thing I didn't really want to talk about, because Lamb Sauce, a friend of mine and Jackson's, we just call him Lamb Sauce for reasons. I don't know if he wants his public name out there or not, so I'm just going to call him Lamb Sauce. We know who he's talking about. So, for, mm -hmm. Lamb Sauce messaged me on Snapchat when I put it on my story that we had, I had now gotten a sailboat, and he asked, how did you afford that? Right off the bat. Now, I, I, I told him the legit answer, and I'll tell you guys the legit answer, but I want this to be clear. The reason I don't like talking about this is because it makes people see me in a whole different light, and I don't want that. I don't want people to see me and treat me differently than anyone else. But it because of my living situation, and because of certain things surrounding my life, it happens all the time. And it I feel really weird about it. Like, for example, um, the very first time this even came up, uh, my girlfriend was over, 
and we were just kind of, she was getting ready to leave and my dad called me and he told me his plan he was like yo um i want us to get a sailboat together in Kelowna and we're, we're gonna share on it and you're you're gonna take care of it and everything because you love sailing i love sailing we don't have a sailboat we're getting a sailboat and he was very like, this is happening, we're gonna do it, do you want in? And I was like, fucking rights I want in, like, let's do this! Like, hell yeah! This was not something I planned to do until I was like 40, but 23, here we go! So I was really, really goddamn excited. But then immediately after that, and like, my girlfriend, she, she was like smiling with me, she was like, holy shit, that's so awesome! And then immediately after, like, he, we were done talking about it, and I told him I had company over, and the call ended, I felt so fucking guilty. Because I know for a fact I in a, am in a much better situation than most people my age in regards to what I have access to. And I, I'm very, very thankful for that. But I feel super fucking guilty about it all the time. Because I just had that phone call and everything and then I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm really excited and I'm really ecstatic. And I'm, like, I'm looking at my girlfriend and she's, she's cl clearly excited and happy for me as well. But I'm thinking to myself, it's like, I know 110% like her parents never could do that. Ever. Or I, and I, like most people my age, they don't have parents that could do that or something like that. So I immediately feel guilty about that. Which is why I didn't, I was, I was jumped on the excitement of like, I wanted to share it with everybody that I know on Twitter and like Discord and everything. But then immediately afterwards, I'm like, fuck. Because Lamb Sauce asked me, it's like, how did you how did you afford that? And I had to tell him, like, well, it's a thing that me and my dad went in on, and because we didn't have anything growing up to bond over, you know, he was a mechanic who worked with log trucks and everything, and I was a Magic the Gathering acting nerd, so, like, we didn't really have much... I can attest to that. Yeah. So... That is the 100% truth. Yeah, so, we like, we didn't really bond over anything growing up he tried like a lot like I, I remember one time sitting in his office trying to teach him how to play Yu-Gi-Oh and I like I didn't I was a very very long time ago <laughs> but he I remember him I, but the reason this stands out <laughs> hey hey calm down for a second this is serious talk here this is serious talk I can't that's not serious at all. It's, it's very serious. This is a pinnacle point in my childhood. <laughs> but but we, were, we were sitting in his office, and I, I, the reason I remember this so vividly is because there was a lot of things me and my dad butted heads on when we were growing a up. A, a lot of things. But that's because we were just so different in what we liked and what we didn't like. But one of the very vivid things I remember, the two vivid things I remember, the one thing was that I tried to get my dad to play Yu-Gi-Oh with me in his office and I excluded trap cards, I excluded spell cards, I excluded anything like that. It was strictly just monsters, just the bare minimum basics. And he played it with me. He tried and he actually like tried to play it with me. And it stands out to me so much because that was something that we both actively tried to do together. And that mm -hmm. really situated me. I don't know how well it went. And I don't think it mattered. It was the fact that he he tried, and we both were able to try something together, like as father and son. And the main thing we did growing up that we really bonded over together is we both watched movies all the time. Or if Sarah was watching Gilmore Girls, we just sat down and watched Gilmore Girls because fuck it, whatever. There's <laughs> the Gilmore. There's girls. the Gilmore Girls. My f if the TV was on in my household when I was growing up, it was either me and my dad watching some action f movie, 
or it was my sister rerunning Gilmore Girls for the 18th fucking time. You think that's an exaggeration? It's not. She fucking was obsessed with Gilmore Girls. So much so that when, it, when my dad got home, from the shop or something, he would go in, he would eat, he would eat supper, he'd go into the living room, he'd sit down on the couch and be like, ah, put Gilmore Girls on. It's just expected now. <laughs> it was just expected that Gilmore Girls would be on the TV since I was home. And it just, all the time. For a while, it changed to Ugly Betty, if anybody knows what that show is. But that was a very long time ago. America oh, Ferreira. I feel old. <laughs> no kidding. So, for a little bit, it was Ugly Betty that ran. I think we ran all four seasons twice, maybe? But then we went straight back into Gilmore Girls and ran every single season over and over and over again. So, and like, it was so ingrained in us that when Gilmore Girls came up with its, um, final- Ending movie? It's end movie. It, it was four episodes. Consider, it was four episodes enabled spring, summer, fall, and winter. Um, I can, yeah, ooh, but so that came out years later after the quote-unquote final season. Is that is that Eeyore on your cup, on his back? Yes, it is. Yeah. That is not something I would think you would have for a cup. Happiness is a soft landing. That is so. <laughs> that is too wholesome for you to have, sir. <laughs> All right, we're segueing straight out of my childhood, straight into why you have an Eeyore laying on his back in a soft flower bed with happiness as a soft landing. I would love to hear the story behind that cup. Because my parents, uh, I don't know exactly when this happened, but they bought a set of these mugs, and there's one for Tigger, one for Pooh, one for Eeyore, and then there's one with all four. Okay. And one, each one went to one of the children. Ah, uh, this actually is not mine. I think this is my brother. Nope. Sisters. One of my sisters. I think it was Savannah's. But mine is supposed to be the one that's everyone. I just took this one because I thought it was mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so does Savannah have the one with everybody on it, or do you have both now? Uh, no, I just have the. I just brought this one with me. Uh, the others are at the house of White Court. So, okay, all of them yeah. are there in White Court, and you just took the Eeyore one. Okay, I gotcha. Because I thought it was mine, and I wanted a mug. What do you Fair want enough. from me? Nothing. I was just very surprised to see you with Winnie the Pooh merchandise and a heartful quote. I did not think you would have something like that at all. So This is the only mug, the only cup that I use up here. Really? I have thousands of mugs. Like, I have freaking Viking mugs. I have My Little Pony mugs. I have sailing mugs. The I horns. Have... That's right. I have drinking horn mugs. I'm very proud of that. I have one hanging over there. I have another one that's actual travel horn. It's, I fucking... I like things that don't look normal, in case anyone was curious. <laughs> I wouldn't say that to your girlfriend. Uh... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> my I'm saying you would. My girlfriend's weird and she knows it, and she's very, very well aware, well aware, well, very well aware, just how weird I am. I just realized I don't think I took your quote the same way you meant it. What do you mean? The way you said that was that. Were you going sexual with that? 
No, I was okay. not. Okay, okay. I get your mind out of the game. Sorry, it's, you're you're throwing me for a turn, left, right, and center here. You pulled out a non-sexual comment about my girlfriend. You pulled out an Eeyore mug with a heartfelt message. Like, I don't yeah, know who this person. I can pull out. Did not. There it is. See, that's what I would expect. <laughs> that sounds normal. <laughs> All right. So to wrap up my original story before we segue there is basically, um. To, to, just to summarize, my parents are, they, they've been very lucky, well, not, I, lucky is not the word. My parents have worked very, very hard for the places they're at right now. They own three companies, very successful companies, and in regards to that, there are things my sister and myself have access to that a vast majority of people my age and even older do not. And I'm very well aware of that, and I'm very, very grateful for it but I don't like talking about it because it makes me feel like I'll be treated differently by the people close to me, and I do not want that. I want to be treated just the same as anybody else, even though, like, those kind of things are different. Like, my parents own three companies, and I have access to things that other people don't, and, like, some, my, like somebody else my age that I talk to might have like really 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 terrible parents or just no parents at all something really drastic but i i don't want to be treated differently because of that so yeah and that's I, let's 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 just go with that and then move on i don't want to be treated differently even by you guys listening to this podcast or watching the live stream i just want to be treated like me yes there are there are things that i have access to but i don't want to be treated differently i'm going to beat a dead horse with that comment but i th i think i've made myself clear so, that is that how... Is Sorry, go ahead. If you don't want to be treated uh, differently, and you don't lord it over people, that's Ex something that you have never really done. This is the first time that anybody, for a lot of people, who don't know you personally, have heard about it. So, yeah, I just that's the way I look at it. And that's what I was really afraid of when I started sharing the picture of the sailboat. On, like on Twitter and Discord and Snapchat because I was so excited. And I was so happy that this was a thing And I knew like come springtime when we start when I start sailing it and I take my adventure From Okanagan Lake tip to bottom and back that I was I'm definitely gonna make a YouTube video about it I'm definitely want to do some live streams of it and such because I'm really excited about this And I want to share it with everybody, but I don't want to to but if it's going to make people think that, oh yeah, he's just showcasing that he has a sailboat and he lives in a beach town and he can do this in the summer and all that stuff while like I'm working three jobs working my ass off. And if that's how people are going to perceive it, then I don't want to do it. So that kind of thing. So that's why I was just, I was really, really worried when I shared those pictures like shit, I don't want to be looked at differently. So just putting that out there. Psycho has a... <laughs> Very Psycho and Sushi have very good things to say on that. Okay, then let's go over chat for a little bit here because we have been neglecting chat this whole time. So, right from the beginning, Sushi just I keep my expectations pretty low actually. That's just for the stream, that's always good. That's a that's something I like to go by. Keep your expectations low, you're never disappointed, but always impressed. I came up with that quote myself. It's kinda sad, but hey, it makes sense. <laughs> Ken Yo, confirmed. Hitting too close to, <laughs> hitting too too close to home with that one? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ken confirmed snowed 17 feet. Sucks to be you. Now talking from an igloo with my penguin wife. Really? I thought only Canadians lived in igloos, according to Americans, but apparently Americans do as well. Who knew? <laughs> um, 
And Sushi, Sushi, in regards to your Big Bertha, decided to name it Big Bitch instead. I don't think so. I, I like Lagatha, so we're gonna stick with Lagatha. Uh, the Yacht no. Club, the Yacht Club, because you're not rich enough. See, again, that's the point I wanted to make. It's like, mm. so in, <laughs> and in regards to the, to the Yacht Club membership, I, uh, again, same thing. I don't you're want this to place. seem wrong. I'm not paying for the Yacht Club membership. It's in my name, but I'm not the one paying for it. My dad is. Or more, more importantly, my mother is. But the way it's working out is that, and this ties into something else, the building I live in right now is a fourplex building with four different kind of like apartment suites. I live in one of them, but the entire building itself is owned by S&T Realty, which is a company my mom owns. So I, I live here, but I'm also the landlord of the building. And then when we sell the building, and I move out and we sell it to somebody else, I will take a share of the revenue that is being sold towards either the next building that I either landlord for, or if I'm moving into a house of my own, who knows, I will take a share of what we get out of this to sell towards that. But the way the membership for the Yacht Club is working is that the monthly payment for the Yacht Club is coming out of the share that I will get when we sell this building. So technically, mm. in a roundabout way, I am paying for the Yacht Club membership, but not with like money that's in my pocket. It's money that I will get down the line when this building eventually sells. So that's how that's how the Yacht Club thing is working. So and so she says he prostituted himself, calling it out. Torsten is a man whore now. Have you seen me? Have you seen this face? Please. I'd, I'd have to pay women for that to happen. I don't know how my girlfriend like looked at me and she was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll go with this guy. He looks pretty He looks pretty fashionable. I could see a future with him. Thank you very much, girlfriend of mine, if you're listening. Still, hey, Windows notification, go away. I know my Windows Defender summary is fine. Thank you, go away. But anyway, oh, 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 okay. Ooh, we stuttered for a second there. I got real scared. I was like, no. All right, we're all good. Uh, I'm going down the chat a little bit more. What do you need? Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Wait, wait, wait. The thing you feel guilty about is that your dad bought it with you. I mean, I have a mug with one of the seven dwarves on it. Oh, that was two different things. The thing you feel guilty about is that your dad bought it with you. Not quite. My dad paid for the whole thing. My dad paid for the sailboat. However, because the sailboat is here in town with me, I have to look after it, you know, make sure it doesn't fucking just sink in the bay and take care of it and maintain it, you know, clean clean the sails and make sure the engine is, well, now we got to winterize the engine because winter is coming or winter is basically here. We have to do that, take the sails all in, t take the cushions off, put a little buddy heater inside. Like, there's a lot of work to do for winterizing it and I'm doing all of that because my dad doesn't live here. So that's, that's the trade-off. My dad paid for the initial purchase of the boat. My mom's taking the money out of the m revenue I would make from selling this building for the membership. And then I have to make sure the boat doesn't sink in the fucking bay and just keep it up to date. That's m where I come in. Also, I can take it out whenever I want once I get a membership because it's my boat. But anyways, um, 
dude, I got most of my family into anime. Now my mom and I bond over it, uh, bond over it anime big time. You guys should have heard her reacting to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. She totally called what happened to Nina and Alexander before it happened. It was so difficult to keep a straight face. I'm very proud of you. I'm very happy for you and your mom. There's not a hope in hell my parents would ever watch anime. I tried one time. I'm not, I don't think I even told Jackson this. I, I mean. This is Which one? No, this wasn't. One? No, no, no. This wasn't anime. This is worse. I had my parents watch one episode of My Little Pony with me. No. <laughs> no. This is a while ago. This this was a very long time ago. My parents came to visit me when I moved to Kelowna. And they saw I had a bunch of My Little Pony stuffies everywhere, and they asked why I had them. So I showed them why, hoping they would understand. My mom somewhat understood. My dad did not give a f single fuck. <laughs> that does not surprise me whatsoever. <laughs> no. so, but, I mean, like, he didn't get mad at me for anything, he just, he just thought it was stupid, which is understandable. So, but yeah, and my mom. I mean, I say that. It's <laughs> fair. So I had that happen, but um, um, Psycho said I have a bunch of Nightmare Before Christmas bugs. Nice. I no, I don't have one. I thought I did, but I don't. Um, Ape Sushi says I mean, for what it's worth, I really don't like kids with really well-off parents because of the way they act. But you don't act like that, and I really try not to. But see, that's that's the kind of the difference here. There's a little bit of a difference between like me and my parents in regards to money than like what you would consider a spoiled rich kid, I think, at least. Maybe there is no difference and I'm just off my rocker here. But because the way I say it is that spoiled rich kids, they get money from their parents all the time for whatever they want kind of thing. But it doesn't work like that with mine. When certain big things come up, my parents will aid me or there'll be some kind of agreement drawn out like with the boat kind of thing where where the membership and stuff comes out of the equity from the from the building when we sell it or for like living this building yes but i have to take care of it i have to manage all the other tenants and collect rent and you know do all that kind of stuff but for day-to-day -day things like for my own rent for my own groceries for my internet bill and all that stuff that's coming out directly of my pocket out of the job that i work at so in that regard, it's all of my own money. And in that regard, I am not rich whatsoever. I'm working your standard everyday job just like anybody else, which I'm okay with. So. <laughs> You're a poor ass bitch is what you say. <laughs> poor ass bitch. So, and I like, it's a good job. It pays well. I'm very happy with that. And I get to keep on top of things. So in that regard, I'm the same. And I'm very happy with that. So it's just with the bigger things that happen where my parents will get involved and that's why I don't really talk about it much because I don't want people to have that aspect of me but now we're going to talk about something we already talked about so moving on oh excuse me all right now we're finally to Psycho's comment I think part of your issue is also you don't want people to feel you're rubbing it in their face even when you clearly don't very much so and like I was just saying with sharing it on all the social medias I shared it because I'm excited and I want to share my excitement with everybody else. It's not from an aspect of, ha ha, fuckers, I got a sailboat from 1979, what do you got, bitch? Like, no. <laughs> not in any way, shape, or form. It's also not, like, brand new or anything. We bought this thing secondhand used. This is, like, the third owner that's had it, and, of course, it was made in 1979. Like, it's not a brand new spanking, straight-off-the-hot-plate sailboat. It's a... Uh, 
It's a boat that I'm needs like a lot of work. 20 years older than you are. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a very old boat. But the most important thing is it floats, and there's no detrimental damage that, like, restricts us from, you know, sailing it. It can sail like and... Ones. Like the other ones that we looked at, yeah. There, we, this was the third boat we looked at. We looked at two other boats before this one. The first one we looked at, we were almost ready to buy it. And then we hauled it out of the water, and then it had a crack a fucking mile long on the keel that cost more to repair than the boat was worth. So, that didn't happen. So, <laughs> nothing wrong with this one, though. Nothing. There's a lot... There's, a, there's a, a list a mile long of very small things that need to be worked on, but they're not going to sink the boat anytime soon. So, I'm very happy about that. Like, Excellent. Yeah, it's a lot of things like a ropes need replacing because they're wearing out the locks on the propane door are missing, so you can't lock that. Or the gas tank's being stored in the by the batteries. It shouldn't be. It should be stored over here instead under a lock. Like, small things. Nothing will sink the boat. So that's good. But um, every t every time you say sailboat, I want to scream sail because memes. Uh, <laughs> bum, 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 sail! That's an old song. <laughs> I remember when that song was memed. I think the most memorable one of that I remember is a cat making a jump and like, yeah, it like jumped two feet, not even in the air towards where it was going, and then it just straight dropped. There was no actual forward momentum. It just went. Ah. Gone. It was fucking amazing. So, don't ask me to try and find it again because I'm busy. But yeah, if you want to find that meme, just search "sail cat meme" on YouTube. I guarantee you'll find it, or something okay. just, or something just as good because there's probably a lot of them. So, mm -hmm. Abe Sushi says yes. There is a difference between what you're doing and those trust fund babies that flex everything they got. I can confirm 110%. I'm not a trust fund baby. I'm very happy about that. So, I'm trying to be, trying to be wholesome and just you know clean cut and humble. not look humble. Not that's the I was wholesome. Trying to be humble. So, and the final comment we have from Psycho Human Vampire, and just keep that in mind. To our most kids who have well-off parents, never pay for another thing in their life. You work your ass off so you can afford to buy your own nice things and pay your own bills. So yeah, your parents are better off than most, but you pay your dues, and that's that's. It's perfect. That's how I like it to be. Yes, my parents help, but in terms of like day-to-day -day payments and stuff, that's out of my pocket. My parents have nothing to do with it, and it's my own doings. So I'm happy with that. Good stuff. I could probably save a lot more of the money that I, that I spend, but I don't, and I, that's my that's my own problem. <laughs> so yeah, I just okay. I worked at fast food for so long, making minimum wage, and now I'm at a job that pays fucking light years better than fast food. And like, the hours are great, the payment is great, the benefits are just out of this world. Like, I got so much stuff done with my teeth this year that I didn't pay a cent for, it's great! It's fabulous! See, and that's something that you and I never had, was like, benefits yeah. and like a decent paying job. Yeah, there's... Like, We've never right had that. Now is kind of where things are starting to come together. Yeah. And thank fuck for that. I agree. <laughs> I didn't like because technically the last job I had before this one, where when I worked at the casino, it technically had benefits and it technically had a union, but it was held together with two threads and a prayer. It was not very. It was not very good. And a month after I left that job to go to the airport, they went on strike. So. 
That sounds about right. Yeah, so it wasn't that great, but then I got to the airport and I looked, looked at the benefits and everything and like the payment and it's just freaking oh, it was so nice. So I definitely could save a lot more than I spend, but it's just because I have this money coming in and I'm like, I can now buy so many things that I've wanted for so long. And it's great. Like this new computer monitor. It's 144 Hz 1080p curved. It's beautiful. I got a fucking arm for it too, so I can move it up and down and left and right and out the restrictions at all. I have this 4K webcam that's not 4K right now because it would bog down the internet way too fucking hard. But it has the abilities to go 4K. And like, just, I built my own computer. I built my own computer, guys. I don't have a MacBook laptop anymore. It's fucking amazing. Like, it's, Thank I have, fuck for that. I have so many things. All of this, by the way, spent with my own money out of my own pocket. Let me just make that clear. So I just, I'm, I'm very happy so, with all the things that I've accumulated because of this job, and it's, I'm very happy with it. Sorry, go ahead. So, uh, do we talk about the chair or no? <laughs> the chair I'm sitting on is broken. <laughs> and I want to get a new chair. But I want to get a, a nice new, like, I want to get one like what Jackson's sitting on right now. A very nice, like, car seat, DX racer style, yeah. Nice kind of chair like that. Freaking, you work it, baby. Look at that chair. <laughs> Look at the guy sitting in that chair. Mmm! <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you like that? <laughs> but I want to get something like that, but... I was- whoa, I saw that. I saw you licking- I saw- I looked down at my chair, but I looked back up quick enough to see you licking your lips. I saw that. I was wondering if you were going to. I saw it, I saw it. But, I got this chair for free from my ex-girlfriend's mum, because I did a lot of yard work for her. And she was originally going to like- she was gonna pay me, but then she asked if- if I wanted the chair instead. And I was like, sure, why the hell, why not? I had no idea what the chair was worth or anything, but I, the last chair I was using, which is now stuck in the shed, I bought at Value Village for $10. And I saw this chair sitting in her garage, and she was like, I'll just give you the chair instead. And I was like, fucking yeah, I'll take the chair. Like, I had a cotton $10 chair, and I got this freaking premium leather design. Mm, like, I was like, hell yeah. And then I saw this chair at Staples later for $270. I was like, holy shit, that's what this chair is worth? That's amazing. However, the chair is broken. <laughs> it, you can't tilt it, and it sags. So every day when I come down to sit at this chair, I have to pull up the lever to get it to go up because the moment I sit down, ever so small of amounts, that, that makes sense, ever so small of amounts, it starts to go down. It starts to sag and eventually like after a couple hours I realized that I'm sitting like this on my keyboard like oh my hands are above my eyes So and then I have to stand back up and you know get it all the way back up also like I said the backrest does not tilt forward or backwards the locking pin mechanism that you like you pull on to release it so you can lean it back and forth It's jammed inside the chair. You can't reach it. So the chair is stuck in this permanent like Somewhat leaned back position a little bit not uncomfortable. Thank Christ But you can't you can't tilt it any further back and you can't pull it any further forward and it sags Straight down ever so slightly every couple of minutes. So I want to get a new chair, but I want to get a nice one that costs too much money <laughs> so I'd have to start saving up for that and there is one at Staples I could get it's 400 Canadian dollars though, which is astronomically high 
but the other two chairs I've looked at online, the cheapest one is 450. So I'll probably just have to bite the bullet. <laughs> I'll probably just have to bite the bullet and just buy the 401 at Staples. So, and it's like it's a really really good quality chair. It should quote should last me for a really long time. And that's the whole benefit. Like you pay a lot of money because it's good quality and it lasts for a while. Hopefully, if not, I'll take the receipt back and just say, "Hey, it's broken. Give me another one <laughs> or something." I don't know. <clears throat> but Psycho Vampire, in regards to the webcam, it has the ability to bog the internet. That's what counts. Damn right, it's it is so strong of a webcam, it bogs the internet. That's what matters. <laughs> Uh, no more- it doesn't really bog my internet, because my internet, again, one of the wonderful things about having this new job is I have- I can pay for the most fastest internet in Kelowna. 300 megabytes- no, 300- yeah, 300 megabytes up, 300 megabytes down, one terabyte of data a month. Oh! It's delicious. So, with that- I- does- I was gonna say Enderby. You don't live in Enderby. Does- why was I, I was gonna say Enderby and then I was gonna say Lumby. Banff. Why the fuck did I go Enderby, Lumby, and then Banff? God damn it. Does Banff even have like fiber optic internet? I don't know the size of Banff, so I don't know like what to expect out of it. No idea. It's slow-ish than White Corp, but it also gets more people. It's kind of weird. It's well, it's like Banff is a tourist town though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered something. Doesn't Banff have that haunted hotel? Yes, yes it does. Yeah, I just remembered like the there's Mount, Mount Royal or Royal Mount. Mount, yeah, something like that. There's yeah, this is a cool like you there's know the story of that hotel. There's three of them. Three ghosts. Okay. Uh, there's the Irish uh, bellhop. I think it's. There's a baby that was drowned there. By accident, of course. Mm -hmm. And then there's another person I don't remember the story of, but yes. Okay. Because the only thing I know about the hotel that I remember was that, I can't remember the room number, but there was a room number that people stayed in and they reported all kinds of just horrible things from that room, like hearing people screaming or babies and stuff and like seeing prints on the walls and stuff. And just so many complaints about that room happening over the years that the owners actually wallpapered off that room and made it part of the wall of the hallway. So the room itself is still there and the door is still there, but you can't see it or access it because it's been walled off by by just like filling in the space between the door and the hallway itself. So it just mm. looks, so you can technically go like right in front of it, but it just looks like you're staring at the wall. But if you took a hammer to it and you hit that part of the wall, eventually you'd get to the door and the room itself is actually still there, but nobody can access it anymore. And I just thought, that's kind of interesting. Too bad it's not legal to go and, you know, hammer down a wall and just go inside a door and see what's up, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there. Jackson, you're coming with me. <laughs> We're, going we... to the Mount Royal. We're going to the Mount Royal. Do you have a reg reservation? No. Pulls up a sledgehammer. <laughs> Nah, they'd probably arrest me in the lobby. <laughs> That's where you say yes, and then just continue on. Oh, okay. Do you have reservation? Of course! You think I'm an idiot? <laughs> Registered for a room that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Anyways, so there's a cool, there's a cool little hint, hint blah, 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 fun fact for you. Jackson lives in a haunted hotel town. The town itself is not haunted, because he's fine. 
clearly. Look at this guy. He looks just as sexy and beautiful sitting in that black and white chair as always. At least I think he does. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with conversation here. What do you want me to do? Oh, dude, excuse me. <clears throat> Sushi says, 8-bit uh, Sushi, a DX racer. I have a broken table chair. Tor knows how to words. I d um, DX racer, yes, that's what Jackson has. I have a broken table chair. That sucks to be you. Um, but hey, you make do with what you got. So there's that. And Tor knows how to words. I English good, yes. Quite. Uh, psycho even vampire. Yeah, like a kindergartner. I don't know where that came out of, but all right. Ibsushi. Oh, I live next to a haunted place. Well, next. It's like 20 minutes away. That's always fun. That's always nice to know. Kelowna doesn't have any haunted places that I'm aware of, which is kind of sad, because that would be really cool. But it's also kind of, you know, like, good, because I feel safe. So, there's that. Um, Psycho says, my house is haunted because I live here. Well, isn't that just... Upsetting for everybody that lives there besides you For you, it's probably great uh, Sushi says does it qualify as haunted if I'm only dead on the inside? Y no, because then every house in America would be haunted Yikes <laughs> America just got roasted <laughs> what the hell, man? Sorry America, but when your president wants to build a wall between two countries, how can you not be dead inside? Moving on from politics <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, Psycho says, I don't actually know. Hmm. Oh, in regards to her like a kindergartner. I will move on straight from that. Welcome back to the stream, Lord Ghost Cat. Also coming in here with that big old gay. How you doing? Things never change, do they? Apparently, no. we in the stream are gay, and you're still a cat. Hello. So. Uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. That's a good quote. I don't know what it's from, but I know it's a quote. Somewhere. Somewhere. Someone said it. Someone probably owns the rights to it because copy strikes and everything is happening and all that stuff. Outrage society. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm trying to come up with topics. How much time do we have left? We have 13 minutes left. What do we talk about for 13 minutes? Did you shave your face into a goatee? Or has it always, always been like that? Like it's always been like that? I thought you always had like a bit of beard on the side here. No? Okay. Mm. Never mind. I mean, He's... I did last night, but luckily. Anyways. Okay. Uh, we could uh, speak of what we did last night. When the heck? Hold on. <laughs> in, in regards to Sea of Thieves? Yeah, why not? Alright. Cool. Uh, I'm sure viewers, listeners know about Sea of Thieves. I've probably talked about it a while, a while on here. Yeah. Alright, let's talk about that in just a second. We have a lot more text to go through. Uh, Lord Ghost Guy says, die please. I mean, eventually all of us will. You'll get your wish eventually. So she says, I mean, California's been roasted, roasted for a while now. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. That was just like, ooh. <laughs> Sorry, California. I uh, hope, hope everything's going well for you guys. Literally the entire west side of the country is on fire. I mean, should be calming down now. I haven't heard much about it recently, so I mean, things gotta be getting contained and calming down for a while. I mean, for all the people that have lost homes and family members, my heart goes out to you and that, that really, really sucks. And I'm sorry. Um, but hey, winter is coming, things should calm down, and then... Moving on. I can't be sympathetic with people I don't know. It's very hard. 
Um, I know, too real, though. Ooh, hot. I'm sure it must be. Last summer, most northern places were on fire. Greece was on fire. So was Italy. I feel like every summer, places are on fire. That's just how it happens. The summer comes, mm -hmm. and then things get set on fire, and then the cycle repeats And then itself. they don't stop. And then they don't stop. Yeah. And if they do, you don't ever hear about it stopping, because the news will report when it's outrageous and it's out of control and crazy. And then when it starts to calm down, it's like, well, that's not newsworthy. That doesn't get as many clicks as people are dying, homes are burning. So you don't really hear about it. If, if you stop hearing about something in the news, chances are it's probably okay now and it's probably fine. That's just what I've learned now. Or it was all lies because who can trust news media anymore? Um, Lord Ghost Guy, oh, you were playing spanking ostrich, ostrich tentacles. Yes, of course. Spanking ostrich testicles. Damn well writes. Canada's on fire every summer. Damn well writes it is. Considerable less, considerably less exciting than I was ex blah, Considerably less exciting than I was expecting. I'm, I'm sorry that we disappoint you. So she says, oof, I play spanking ostrich tentacles all the time. <laughs> a, no you don't. You're lying. And two, even in the literal term, no you don't. I know you're lying. I watch your Snapchat stories. I know what you do. Frickin' being illegal and skateboarding up and down frickin' What the hell is the name of it? Uh, carports! Carports and parking lot areas. You're not parkades. allowed to- Parkades, that's the word, thank you. You're not allowed to skateboard in parkades. You know how I know that? Because I fucking patrolled them for a, a year, a little over a year, as security. Do you know how many kids I fucking had to talk to and like talk to their parents about like, Hey, if he gets, does this again, I'm gonna find you, and he's too young to pay it, so it's gonna go to the parents. It's illegal. Maybe it's not in America, I don't know. I'm just getting really upset because pent-up rage from all those years ago. Dealing with children <laughs> and their fucking skateboards. God, I hated- I hated them so much. The ones that pissed me off the most was when I would drive into the parkade and they would be- they'd be right there skateboarding right in front of me as I drived in. And I'd, I'd like honk my horn and I'd like motion like, yo, peace out. Like, if you leave right now, I ain't getting out of my vehicle and I ain't gonna come over and give you a stern talking to. And like they look at me and they're like, hey, what's up? And then they'd skateboard right in front of me and start doing their ollie flips. And I'm like, oh, you fucking degenerates. <laughs> I got so mad. <laughs> yeah, okay. Canadian security. I'm gonna get my gun. I got my notepad and my cell phone is what I got. <laughs> but uh, man, I went from like totally calm, having a great day listening to music, pull in, I see those kids, and if I motioned and they didn't leave and they kept skateboarding, Oh, I got fucking mad. Like, really fast. Triggered. I was so angry. <laughs> and it was worse when I would see kids that I saw, like, earlier that day, because I come by that parkade several times a day. So if I saw them once, and I had told them, like, yo, you can't be here. Go to the fucking skate park that's intended for you fucks that's five minutes away. Go there where you're supposed to be, for fuck's sakes, before you get hit by a car coming around the corner and you die. Or get hurt. It was something. Just, like, just just don't be here. And they're like, okay, sir, no worries, we won't be here again. And they all leave, and it's like, okay, great, thank you. I come back, 20 minutes fucking later. Hey, what the fuck did I tell you? And I so, oh, I get so fucking mad, but anyways. I'm gonna calm down. Woosah. I'm no longer in that job. Somebody else's problem now with those kids. We're fine. Moving on. It's so, all good. It's all good. It's all fine. Okay. I don't deal with kids and skateboards anymore. Now I deal with fucking 
middle-aged people who don't understand you can't take wine on a fucking airplane! Moving on, how was Sea of Thieves last night, Jackson? Let's talk about Sea of Thieves! I think we have to tell them the the uh, story of the unfortunate alliance. Unfortunate? <laughs> what, what was unfortunate about it? Well, I guess we have to get to the story. Alright, well, I'm gonna let Jackson tell the story. Because it, I mean, we both experienced it and it was both fucking amazing, but I talk too damn much and we all know that. So Jackson's gonna take over now on lead microphone. Jesus. Jesus. I'm gonna take like no time explaining it. They're gonna be like, hey, what the fuck are you talking about? Nah, I, I right. got you. I got full confidence in you, baby. Take it away. <laughs> so, basically, it's Tony just running around the Devil's Roar, which is where all the volcanoes start spewing their shit everywhere. Just doing our thing, getting our. We had a, I think a five chest voyage. It was five, wasn't it? No, we had four. There was, we had four X's on one island, and then we, we had four X's on one island. But when we got there, there was another. There was a chest that was sunken in the sand there as well. So we got five chests out of the island, but there was four buried there. That was a long mm -hmm. way of saying yes. We had five chest voyage. It was supposed to be four, but we got a bonus one because we, anyways. And so yeah, we grabbed that, and I, I forget if at that point we had the alliance or not. We did because just before that, we saw that brigantine come to Moro's Peak, and I, you got freaked out, I got freaked out, and we left. But then I saw they had an alliance flag up, so I was like, oh okay, I'm gonna swing back around, and join the alliance. And then once we joined them, we motored off to Ruby's Fall. So yes, we had an alliance and, at that time. But before that. They were like, hey, if there's a skeleton fort going on, do you guys just want a gun for it? We're like, fuck it, why not? Sounds good to us. So we go off and do our, uh, after we sold all of our stuff, and we went off to Ruby's Fall, got some doubloons, hell yeah, and yeah. then uh, got all of that, and I think we went and sold that, and then at that point, we met up with those guys again, and there was a skeleton fort. Which we... There was two of them on a brig. But didn't there end up being three, or is it still two? Nope, it was only two the entire time. There was only two of them on that brig. Yeah, okay. So... Uh, <laughs> it turns out it was all across the fucking map. It was like, oh, literally the other side of the map. Mm -hmm. In the wind. So it took us like 20 minutes to get over there. Yeah. It, that sucked ass. That's always so, how it is. When anywhere, anytime you see something like if you're going to an island to dig up treasure, you're going to a skull fort, you're going to something that you want to be, you're always against the wind. It's just it's just how the game works. <laughs> you want that? Cool. You're gonna get there twenty percent slower. Cause fuck you. <laughs> hey yo, fuck you. Pretty much. <laughs> so So miraculously, no nobody bothers us when we go and do this fort. But before I say that, I remember that we uh, we had also fought a cr one kraken. We of actually our, killed of the our, kraken of our own free will. It had spawned on a ship that had, to our knowledge, sank because it wasn't there, but the kraken was still sitting there. But then I just I decided kraken drops loot. Now we're gonna go fight the kraken. So we sailed into it and fought it and fucked it up. It was good stuff. Yeah, we actually. Killed it, surprisingly enough. But it was, then, it was right, awkwardly too easy. So, but continue. As we'll get into later. Yeah. And then, right as we killed the Kraken, 
a Meg spawns right behind us. To anybody who doesn't know what a Meg is, we just say Megalodon, which is a really, 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 really big fucking shark. Really big. So we fight that thing because it's like, hey, this thing drops loot too. <laughs> Give us all the loot. Give us all and the monies. I think we killed that one on our own. Or no, we had that other sloop that just randomly appeared. Yeah, we started doing it on our own and then a sloop joined us. I think he sunk. Because he no. was solo. Wait. The, the first guy, he sunk, but then he came back. Yes, yes, he did. Yeah, 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 that's right. So we managed to actually, and then didn't another one spawn on us at the same time? Yeah, because that because what happened it was like back to back. Yeah, it was just a constant thing. We like how it went is we showed up to the kraken spawn because there was nobody there and it was just the kraken. So we decided, all right, fuck it, we're gonna sail in here. And we're gonna kill this kraken. So we killed the kraken. Immediately after we killed the kraken a megalodon spawned around us. So we were like, all right, we're staying here a bit longer. Started fighting the megalodon, and the sloop came up and joined us in the fight. I I think, no, no, the sloop didn't sink. It stayed with us and fought. And then once we were done fighting that, then another one spawned because we were going to go get the loot from the one that just sank, right? But then another one spawned mm -hmm. right afterwards. So I decided, all right, instead of splitting the loot from that one megalodon, we'll fight right. this one too. And then the you two guys on the sloop can take the loot from the meg we're gonna kill. And then Jackson and I will take the loot from the meg we just killed. So every yeah. so we got to do it that way. So we ended up anchored in the water fighting three monsters back to back, one kraken and two separate megalodons. And that was yep. one event. This was all before the skeleton fort fiesta that we were mentioning. So so, so after going. that, that sloop disappeared and we didn't see that sloop again. Then we met up with a brigantine afterwards that had two people on it. Back to your story. So we actually managed to do the uh, skeleton fort. It went, it went all right. We killed each other a few times. There was a few yeah. explosions. All was good. Torsten oh, died, sacrificing himself. That was fucking great. Good. For the greater good, I killed a whole wave with one barrel. It was beautiful. 10 out of 10. Would explode again. Would do it again. And so, after we we, we killed the, the skeletons, we killed the the captain, then, we, then Torsten is like, all right, we're sitting right down here in front of the door. Because he was like, these are what I want. We could split everything else. And they were fine with it. So we did that. We we split the loot pretty evenly, but mm -hmm. we got a better end of the deal. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, except for the fact that Thor, he grabbed the mega barrel, tried to chuck it to the ocean, managed to get it stuck on a cliff. Fucking <laughs> the cliffs and the which what is considered the ground on the sheer drop off edge is a very, very thin line. So trying to drop it off the side of cliff and then it gets stuck in the cliff just sitting on fucking nothing and you're like, oh, okay, great. And the only way to get it is if you like slowly inch your way off the cliff and then as you fall and you fall. get close enough. Yeah, but then as you fall and get close enough to pop up to like hold E to pick up so that you're like fucking spamming the shit out of E as you fall hoping that as you fall your hands will just magically grab it and you'll have it in your hands when you land in the water. That was the original plan. Couldn't do it though. Eventually, we get everything all figured out, and we start heading over to the nearest outpost. 
we're we're trailing just behind the brigantine because we're monkeys and didn't put our sail the right way Mm -hmm. shit happens you know shit happens what do you want it worked in our favor though (laughs) and then the water goes black (laughs) tentacles start rising up oh shit we have the most loot we have ever had in a long time and the Kraken just spawned on both of our ships. Mm-hmm. I thought God, we were... it didn't spawn on us first. Yeah, that was the thing. I was very... Because initially, I, I felt the ship stop moving, and I saw the water just go, woof, black, and I was like, fucking no way. But then I saw the tentacles come whoosh, whoosh out, and it was around the brig. So I was like, oh, we're fine. It's not spawned on us. We can keep going. But then, like, seconds later, a tentacle spawned around us, and we're like, fuck, we are not fine. We have to now fight this. Oh, man. We were, like, on the edge of our seats, just like, let us go, please. Yeah. And we actually got sucked up a couple times, so it's like, shit, what are we doing? (laughs) It was pretty scary. Thank fuck. We actually managed to kill the things that were stopping us from moving, and we actually get out. Torsten, I think, got sucked up and then yeeted across the ocean. Yeah, atten- yeah. You, you were stuck on the boat, just about to escape the ink. I got sucked up and I was like, fuck, like, I, know we're, I know we're sinking right now. I don't know if Jackson's alive or not. I'm not even on the goddamn boat anymore. And then the tentacle is just like, fucking, this, sh- this bitch empty. Yeet! And just twisted me and tossed me over the fucking planet. So I had to swim back to the boat. But then he he got to the edge of the ink and got out, so he was able to go full speed. So I was like, oh shit, I'm not going to be able to catch up, like fucking paddling my way over there. So I grabbed a mermaid back over. But however, we made it out, and we passed the brig on our way out, who was still fighting the kraken. You can continue now. And it turns out, they sunk with mm-hmm. everything they had. Or so we thought. So we thought. So, as we were going out, we were like, oh man, that's such bad luck for those guys. Because they just got half of that loot and it's all gone. We start turning in our stuff. All of a sudden, we get some things that are, aren't are things that we had getting turned in. It's like... To clarify, sorry. Here? Whenever you turn in loot and see a thieves, you get a little, notif- little notification showing you just turned in this chest or this skull and you get this kind of money. When you're in an alliance with somebody, if someone in the alliance turns in something, you get the notification as well. So we were seeing notifications for like skulls and chests and stuff and rubies and sapphires that we knew we did not have on board, but they were getting turned in and we were getting money for them. So we're like, where the fuck is that happening? Like there's, there's nobody else. No way they yeah. found all that stuff as soon as they spawned. Yeah, because we could we because we, we could see on the map the ship had sunk. It was spawned in another area of the map, and when you spawn on the new ship, you have nothing except for the bare resources, but you can't sell them. So I knew there was no way they had gotten back from their fresh spawn back to the Kraken, either killed the Kraken and got their loot, or just grabbed the loot and made it out. There was no way, and there was no other members in the Alliance, so I didn't know where this extra loot was coming from. But, as we find out... (laughs) Go ahead. So, this absolute fucking legend of a man, they took on the rowboat that was on the back of their boat, loaded it full of all of their treasure and fucking dumped themselves on it and paddled away. 
and, and for we, some reason the Kraken was just like, yeah, I like big boats and yeah. absolutely ignored them. The best part though is that we didn't see them whatsoever. And I should have known, like I should have been checking the brig and seeing like if the rowboat was on the back or not. But I didn't even think about that at all. I just saw the brig being wrapped in tentacles and everything and then suddenly it was gone. And I'm an evil person because when we were drifting away, I kept on asking, I was like, should we go back? And like, cause they sunk. All that loot's sitting in the water now. They're spawned on the other side of the map. They're not gonna get there fast enough before that loot sinks. Should we go over and take the loot? <laughs> but it we would. It was a thought. It, <laughs> it was a thought. The biggest, the two big issues though of why we didn't was a the kraken was still there, so we would have to fight the kraken going back in, and we still had our half of the loot on board, so we'd be risking losing our half of the loot with the minimum resources we had to keep fighting. Plus, I also figured that by the time, even if we did defeat this Kraken and did finish moving everything from the water back onto the boat, they would probably, if not be there already, or be close enough to see us doing that. And then we'd have to deal with that as well. And it was very late at night, and we decided once we turn in the loot we have, we're going to bed. So, yep. and I thought when we we're on our way back over to the outpost after the ship had sunk, I thought I saw a glimmer because loot in the water glimmers, so you can see it from afar. Mm -hmm. And I thought for certain I saw loot glimmering in the water. Now, I think what I probably saw was either just the ink playing reflections from the sun on the water, or if it's even possible, I saw a glimmer of the loot from the rowboat, and I just didn't see the rowboat. I don't know. But it's fine, though, because even if we did go over there, there wasn't going to be any loot anyways, because the fucking genius jumped into his rowboat and paddled off while the brig sank from the Kraken, and they still turned in everything. It was fucking awe. It was amazing. We were there, we were turning yeah. in everything, and the, we saw the one guy show up, and I was like, oh, how the fuck did you get here so fast? Like, didn't you guys just sink? And he's like, no, 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 I took the rowboat and paddled over here. And we're like, oh my god, the legend! It's fucking brilliant! And oh. it gets better, too. Yeah, and then there's one final note before we logged off that just made it, oh, icing on the cake. When we saw him, so I'm just gonna finish with that before. When we saw him turning in all the loot and stuff, we had already turned in our half of the loot. Our boat was empty, we had turned in everything. I had one keg left, one gun, uh, gun, gunpowder keg left to turn in. That was it. Everything else had been sold. And then a sloop out of nowhere started coming dead for us at the outpost. You can go ahead, Jackson. So they start shooting cannons at our ship, which is docked, and I'm not on it, and I'm just like, I don't give a shit. So I just start shooting them. And Tor, it's just like, I got this. Takes the barrel, jumps into the water, somehow doesn't get detected. They were dealing how. because the guy from the rowboat, he bum rushed them as soon as they got there and started shooting our boat. He bum rushed them and started fighting them. So I don't think they even were watching me when I jumped into the water with the keg. That's how they didn't see me. I didn't know that. Yeah. He di he died on my way over. I saw him die in the water. But so we managed to blow their the keg underneath them tor actually goes up kills both of them and then it's like hey they have loot on here so he just like chucks it in the water and we're just like oh sure we'll take it yeah they had they had four skulls on board they had the two disgraced and two hatefuls 
So what I did was like, well, the two hatefuls are more valuable than the two disgraced. But I killed one long before I killed the second one. I killed the first one, and then I went back onto the deck and I ate a banana. And I quickly went down and I clicked the button to reload out of their chest. And then as I was doing that, I turned around and the guy came up from from um, repairing his ship because I had just blown the blown the powder keg, the the powder keg underneath his boat. So then I started swinging at him. And I knocked him back, and I switched to my sniper rifle, and I shot him, and then he died. So a significant amount of time passed before the first one and then the second one died. So once the second one died, I was like, all right, I have a very small window of time now. I'm not going to get all the loot they have on board. I grabbed one disgraceful, went over to the edge, dropped it in the water. I said, Jackson, come here right the fuck now. Get this skull and go turn it in. <laughs> So he came over and grabbed the skull, and I grabbed the second hateful one, and I hopped the fuck off, and I was like, OUT! And I went in, and we turned in both skulls, and it was fucking glorious, and then they spawned back in, we shot them a little bit and sword-fighted them, and we both ended up dying. But the great thing, though, is that they may have came in and started shooting us with cannons, and yes, they sunk our boat in the harbor, but we had already sold all our loot. So, and we were about to log off anyways. So we lost nothing, and then in killing them both and taking their two their two most expensive skulls they had on board, we still won in the end. We lost nothing and only gained. They lost two hateful skulls and gained like a sinking a boat that had no loot on it. It was glorious. So, and then we and then we ended the game, and it was a fabulous night. So, it was fun. We made like thirty k. Yeah, you went in. You went in with like you said you had 10k at the start of the game, and then you ended with like 49k or something like that. It was ridiculous. Yeah, we made a lot of loot from the Devil's Roar, getting ashen chests there, and we made an ass load of loot from being in a um, alliance with the with the Brig when they turned in their initial loot, and then we went into the fort and got all of that loot as well, plus the loot from the megalodons that we killed, like. It was a great night. We made a lot of money. I actually, and I didn't check this when we when we logged off, but I think I actually have enough money to get Canon Cosmetics. So, right before we end today's podcast, would you like to play Sea of Thieves after we end this podcast? I don't know. Okay. I was kind of planning on trying something in Stellaris, so. Okay, that's fair. Because Sushi, I saw Sushi ask, like, rude, you didn't invite me. Like, thanks for the invite, you pricks. I didn't think he played Sea of Thieves anymore. So I'm like... Maybe if you and yeah, I can play true. and then Sushi wants to, then we can actually use a brig properly. Not like the two guys last night. They were fine. They were fucking absolute legends. They were able to get all the loot anyways with the <laughs> rowboat, so no harm to them. But like if we if there's three of us, we could actually use a brig and you know, we could even do a skull fort by ourselves if there's three of us, it'd be brilliant. So anyways. That's that's an well, idea. So just give me a bit. I might. Alright, cool, cool. And I don't know like I'm, I'm also just saying this because Kendra hasn't messaged me. We we might be having dinner tonight, but she has she had a I was gonna say interview, but interview is not the correct. Name. She had a meeting with um lawyers for her back and such. So she and she didn't know how long that was gonna go. It's, but so I might be free all night. I might not. I have no idea. So. Keep in touch. Keep in touch. I, I, like what? As soon as we're done this podcast, I'm gonna start up Sea of Thieves and just have at her. Um, Sushi, I'm going to ask you this right before the end of the podcast. Sushi, do you want to play Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves. <laughs> um, pretty much. Uh, Psycho says, well, now you know rowboats are very important and people are stupid. Rowboats are indeed very important. <laughs> rowboats are indeed very important. And the people on that brig were geniuses. The people on the sloop afterwards, not, not so smart. 
<clears throat> but oh well, that's the lessons you learn. But there's there's that. So Seiko says, "Wait, what happened to Bella or whatever her name was?" Right. Okay. So I think I mentioned this in a very past podcast, but. Um, if you've seen the YouTube video, um, which horse girl is the best <laughs> horse girl? Uh, it's one of my stupid questions and answers YouTube videos. I introduced my now ex-girlfriend Isabel on there. Uh, Isabel and I are no longer together. Um, through Done. That's all you need to say. Okay, sure. We'll keep that simple. Isabel and I are no longer together. I will say no bad blood. Nothing, nothing awful. There was no huge fights or anything like that. Just difference different light dif different priorities as of right now in life between the two of us that's all so now i'm with a girl named kendra who i am not putting any in, my, in any of my videos and making a big thing about it because that seems to be the detriment thing is that i make really cool videos with my girlfriends and i break up with them i made a hashtag team torque with kayla now we're broken up and she lives half a country away from me and then i made the questions and answers introducing isabel video now we're broken up and I'm not going to make a video with Kendra yet. I probably will down the line if Kendra and I end up sticking together for a really long time. But I mean, Kayla and I were together for two and a half years. Made a video. Still didn't work out, so I don't fucking know. I will say, however, there is a video up on my channel that has Kendra in it. I'm not going to say which one. That's for you guys to figure out. And she's very prominently in it. Like, it's not a sneak peek or anything. She's very prominently in the video. So if you can find that one, congrats. I'll tell you if you get it or not, but it's not it's not like an introducing my girlfriend kind of video So if you can find it great if you can't oh well, it's not that big of a deal anyways So anyways, what were we talking about right? Uh, I'm reading chat uh, Sushi says I mean I got the game boss you got ask but also I got Ray so we can play GTA I thought Ray was like just not doing video game stuff anymore his snapchat says he's like not even at home And he's out doing builders work Constantly, so I didn't even think he was like playing video games much anymore, but apparently he is. Whoops uh, Sego says uh, that works toward that's a good enough reason perfect glad that's good uh, Lord Ghost's art 2.8. Yeah, there we go. That's how I'm gonna introduce Kendra in an art video <laughs> I love my art videos. They're so stupid. and so simple and yet they all have a common theme And it's not the title if anyone can figure out the common theme between for the art videos You get 10 internet points and it's not, it's not something simple as like, they're all short, or they're all stupid, or they're all called art, and they're all going up in numbers. No, there's an actual they common all theme. They in them. Yes. You fucking got it. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn genius! <laughs> no, there- Where's my points? <laughs> you don't get your 10 internet points, but no. There's an actual common theme but behind them, and no one's talked about it, but that's because they're stupid random videos, but they're fun to make. So... Anyways, Psycho says, so what's I'm getting is your girlfriend doesn't like us. No, she does. I, she does. I share with her. I talk about her on Discord all the goddamn time. And, like, she goes through my Discord anytime she's on. She reads them and she laughs. She has a good time. She has no problem with you guys. None whatsoever. I'm just... I, I quick... I'm I very... Hmm. I am very, very fast when it comes to relationships. That is a detriment to me. So, okay, not sexual, you freak. <laughs> I'm the kind of guy that, like, 
a lot of people when it comes to relationships are like, oh, we'll just take things slow, just kind of see where things go. Like, just, uh, we'll just play, like, test the waters kind of thing. Me? No, sir. Like, I get into a relationship, I'm like, boom, when's the wedding? <laughs> but, okay, maybe not to that extreme. But I'm very much like, once I get into a relationship, like, the day that we make it official or whatever, I am 110% balls to the wall committed to that person. I think about them all the time. I try to plan my own day around them in case they want to hang out. I always make sure I have time, that kind of thing. Like I do everything in my power for that person. I am committed to that person 100%, which is why anytime a relationship falls through with me, it hits me hard. And like, even if it's a short relationship that's only lasted for a couple of months, it still hits me hard because I commit wholeheartedly, which is not something most people do in relationships. They kind of, you know, well, I'm, I guess I'm dating this person. Yeah, we're together and we'll see. And like, if we break up, oh, well, it's this kind of thing. And they move on very easily. I'm not like that. I'm very balls to the wall. So with that, I don't want to make a big deal about me and Kendra because it will make me commit to her even more so than I already am, because now it's even more public knowledge. And then if something happens, now I have to deal with my own grief, plus explaining the grief to you guys. Hence why I didn't talk about Isabel and I breaking up. So, that kind of thing. Jackson's getting very tired of me talking about relationships. I could see it on his face. So... We're gonna wrap up the stream here. Rub it, in, rub it in my face, don't you? Hey, whoa! We already talked about how I don't want to be that kind of person that rubs shit in people's faces. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Anyways, but like I said, if you guys want to see what Kendra looks like, there's a video on my channel with her very prominently in it. I don't mention her by name. I don't mention her whatsoever. Actually, no, I mention her as, here is my friend. So, if you find that, You'd be fine. It's one. It's not. It's not a super old video, but it is an older video. You'll find. Anyways, okay. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And we took things a little bit differently right at the end there, where Jackson kind of narrated our Sea of Thieves story. But I enjoyed it. I got to rest my vocal cords for a bit and listen to him very thoughtfully, methodically, you know, speak and not like full five miles an hour talking like I do all the time. So that's great. And it was good times. And I'm happy you guys are all here for it. So. Good stuff. Also, Lord Ghost Cat says, I'll rub it in your face, Jaxor. Why does this always turn sexual? Like, you know... I'm, I'm just irresistible. Oh, yeah, we know that, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I make all these comments, and then you, I have to keep reminding myself, you know, like, my mother has access to this podcast, right? Like, <laughs> like she has she has the Anchor app on her phone, so... <laughs> Come on. I mean, people think we're a thing anyways. That's true. Yeah, people think we're a thing anyways. Do I deny it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Alright, we're gonna end the podcast there. And I actually made it this time. Yes, like I said last time, people could look at this like, we're gonna end the podcast there. There's 12 minutes left. You don't lie to me. We're actually ending it there. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, also, final thing I want to talk about. Can you guys even, like, nobody mentions the music that we play in this podcast. In the last, this podcast and the last podcast, I've picked different music that I just felt fit better. No one's ever mentioned the music that we play in the podcast, so I don't think anyone can even notice. But if the music playing the podcast um, affects you in any way or you think it's good or not, please let me know. Because, you know, music's very important to me, and I try to pick it very delicately, and I think this music fits. But I, again, I don't know. So, if you have any opinions on the music we play, let me know. 
And yeah, also do not recommend music for us to play. Nine times out of 10, it's probably copyrighted material and we can't use it. Or it's just too much and there's words and we can't use it in a podcast kind of a thing anyways. So who knows? Um, Lord Ghostcat says, that feeling when Trista doesn't want to join our sausage party. Because it's a sausage party and Trista's a female, you genius. That doesn't turn into a sausage party anymore. That's a... That, I was gonna say that's a rape party, but that is not what I... That is not what I meant to say. That's a... Abort. Uh, abort. 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 <laughs> that, um, gangbang party? I guess that... Moving. We're gonna move right on from that topic. That's awkward. Yeah, see, even Psycho just said, it's not a sausage party if I'm involved. Exactly, because he doesn't have a... I'm uncomfortable. Moving on. Um, is is everything else in chat just about sausage yeah. party? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna read any of it. <laughs> anyone listening on the anyone listening on podcast apps, if you want to see what's happening in the chat, you can always come and join our live streams. Twitch.tv/WinglessValkyrie live every Tuesday at roughly 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you if you want to get involved in the chat, if you don't, I totally understand. I don't even want to get involved in my own chat because this shit happens. See, even right there, I saw that. Psycho says, your mom must be so proud of you, Tor. Oh, I know she is. 100%. <laughs> All right. Again. Oh, Tropical Nerd. All right. Sorry. I know I keep saying we're going to end the podcast, but someone oops. Hey, kid. It's me, Bethesda's Todd Howard. Want to buy some Fallout 76 and, and uh, about some Skyrim for your Game Boy? Hey, uh, Tropical Nerd. I already have Fallout 76, so get wrecked. Also, I have both regular Skyrim and Skyrim Special Edition. Don't need it. Also, Game Boy. What's that? I haven't used a Game Boy since I was two. Get on my level. Nintendo Switch is where it's at. Anyways, okay. We're actually ending the podcast now. Does anyone believe me now? Does anyone actually believe me when I say that? No? Okay. Nope. Shit. Alright, Psycho says, I love how this stream always crashes headfirst into a tree at some point. What the fuck are you talking about? This podcast crashes into a tree every time I try to do a goddamn intro. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing is... It's so true! It's so true! <laughs> okay. That is where we're going to leave this podcast. Check your clocks. Look at the time that's left. This is actually ending. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you again next week. If you want to leave us a voice message that we can listen to on stream, I'm surprised Psycho or Lord Ghost Cat actually hasn't done this because I would think they'd be the first people to actually do this. If you want to leave us a voice message recording of a question you want us to answer, take get yourself the Anchor podcast app on your cellular device. Find our podcast, Wings and Riffs, totally unstructured. You can leave us a voice message there, and we'll answer your questions live on the next podcast, live on stream, and we'll listen to it in all its beautiful glory. All you gotta do is get the Anchor podcast app. It is free to download on any cellular device you'd like. You cannot do it on webs, on webs, on the actual website. I don't know why. You just can't do it on your phone. And we will see you guys all next time. I am Torsten Nogel, also known as Ringless... <sighs> I'm Torsten Nogel, also known as Wingless Valkyrie. Over to my side here is Jackson, also known as Refixix. And we are Wings and Riffs. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye! For reals. Good night. <laughs>